Hey, good morning. Welcome to Helena Hustle. I am here with Emily Reardon of Taco Del Sol. Emily, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, Emily, she's got a really cool story. I'm really excited to get into it. Um, make sure you subscribe to our channel, whether it's on Spotify or YouTube or uh, Apple Podcasts, um, just so that we can uh, you know, see who's watching. Emily, let's get to it. Let's okay. hear your two truths and a lie. Okay. So... I have three cats, mm. I have a twin brother, and I am born and raised here in mm. Helena. I feel like you do have a twin brother. I feel like that. So I'm going to say you have like, I don't know, four cats. Is that <laughs> the line? I have one cat. You have, I one, have one cat. cat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not four, just no? one. Yeah. Well, you should think about it. That's the lie. You should think about getting four. Yeah, well, that's too many cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One's enough. Uh, so... Um, Boy, I almost said, how old's your twin brother? How, uh, where does your oh, twin brother live? He's 39, because I'm 39. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Brian lives in Bozeman. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, other siblings? I have an older half-brother. His name is Chris. Okay. And he lives in Denver. Okay. Yeah. Do you and Brian hang out a lot? Um, not really. He's okay. really busy. Uh -huh. um, I'm busy. But um, I see him maybe every other month. Nice. Yeah. Did you... Um, did you enjoy having a twin as you were growing up? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, I hung out with him quite a bit and his friends and, you know, he's just, he's a really great guy. So uh -huh. it was just easy. We had a great relationship growing up. We uh -huh. still do. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, was it hard for your mom having twins? I think so. I like think when was, you guys are little? Yeah, I definitely think so. Yeah. I mean, there's two of us. Right. So, yeah. And, and balancing like... You know, I've just heard people say, you know, finally you get one baby to bed and then the other one's crying. And right. It's just the challenge, but... I was probably the one crying, but... Yeah. <laughs> cool. So uh, you were born and raised here then, obviously. Yes. Um, cool. Well, good. Good yeah. Good intro. So um, when you were growing up in Helena, did you picture yourself staying local? You know, I grew up in York, which is a town right outside of Helena. So pretty. Um, and like you said, it's pretty incredible out there, mm -hmm. so... I always liked that, mm -hmm. you know, being out there in the woods and the smaller town feel. I'm not sure I had any desire or drive to leave. Mm -hmm. um, even in high school, I figured I would be here for a while. Mm -hmm. um, I've traveled a little bit, um, but I've always came back here, yeah. you know, just for vacations or whatever. But um, I don't know if I'll eventually move, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, but I never saw myself leaving Helena. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, we, there's a reason we moved here three yeah. years ago. and. We love it. Yeah. Um, when you were younger, did you did you picture yourself being an entrepreneur, owning a owning your own business, owning a restaurant? No. Uh -uh. Okay. Yeah. What did you think you might do? You know, I thought I would do something with journalism. Okay. And then I went to Carroll College for about a year and a half, and uh -huh. I was studying um, education. Cool. So I thought maybe a teacher, mm -hmm. um, but that didn't work out for me either. Mm. So yeah. Mm -hmm. You, do you like to write? I do. What, yes. what kind, like uh, Just like anything that's a like general journaling, I guess, uh -huh. you know, or just, um, I guess poetry used to be something I used to write a lot uh -huh. of. Um, but for me, like being able to write something down and journal it yeah. and then go through it is a good way for me to process. That's so cool. Um, let's, do you, you still know. do poetry? No. Come um, on, Emily. Yeah, not so much. No, how come? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah? Yeah. Um, what about like stories short stories or like have you ever wanted no, to write a book not really uh -huh. yeah okay well you know 
what I didn't know about owning a business is how much different skills like writing would be valuable. I was sure. never like that was never my forte in school. I like always dreaded the, you know, the English classes and oh, the sure. writing assignments. But now, um, you know, whenever I need like if I'm writing a blog post, for example, or, you know, any sort of a post, uh, I am like, man, I wish I was better at this because I see how valuable that is. Sure. Um, and then just, I mean, we were kind of talking before the camera's rolling as a small business owner, there's, you know, you do a lot of your own marketing. I do my own marketing and having an eye for that, being able to write good stuff, right? knowing how to take good pictures and videos. So that's something I'm getting more involved in. Well, that's so important too for the exposure because mm-hmm. people are always seeing that. So mm-hmm. yep. yeah, you don't have to be great at it, but you have to at least, you know, yeah, give it a decent shot. And it's like half of it's just showing up and doing the work. And that's very like, true. Yeah. Yeah. Have you always, uh, so you were thinking about journalism. Uh, have you been entrepreneurial or interested in, in, you know, owning your own business before that? You know, when I started working at Taco Del Sol when I was 17. You're 17. Okay. When, and I haven't been there the whole time. I've been okay. there pretty much the whole time off and uh-huh. on. But um, I took, I gravitated towards, you know, a leadership position there. How soon before and you got promoted? I mean, very soon. Okay. And so, and Shalon Hastings, who mm-hmm. was the previous owner, she saw that in me. And mm-hmm. so she cultivated that and helped me learn how to do that, how to become a better manager. Um, she has a business degree, so to her it came naturally, yeah. you know, how to run that place. And to me, I really had to, I really had to learn from her and how to do it. That's a great way to learn. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to go to school to learn that, in fact. Right. Um, there's this other podcaster. I say other like I'm a podcaster, but you there's are. a podcaster, you Tim are. Ferriss. Do you know who that is? I do not. He's got a huge podcast, and he was talking about he was really thinking about going to get an MBA, which I think is a fantastic idea. But instead of doing that, he had money from books and stuff, and he decided he was going to use $100,000 starting businesses and learning that way. And I know for me, not that there's a ton of business classes because there's really not for chiro- like when you're in chiropractic sure. school. It's just all you know, learning how to take care of people. But, uh, I mean, uh, doing it is, I really feel the best way to learn. Right. Yeah. You're right about that. So what was it, um, that, what characteristics did you feel like you had that enabled you to get promoted early? Um, the ability to see what needed to be done that other people didn't notice. Mm -hmm. So, um, hardworking, you know, I've been working since I was 14. Okay. So it wasn't it wasn't hard for me to do extra work that other people didn't want to do. <laughs> um, and then just the desire to serve people, to, you know, good food. Mm-hmm. I think that was, when you work in food service, that's what's most important because what you're putting out there, you know, would you eat it yourself? And right. so um, that was important to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that all of those kind of combined just sort of, you know, made me sort of able to do a leadership position there and become, you know, her manager. Mm-hmm. What was what was your first job when you were fourteen? I was a dishwasher. Where at? At a yacht base in Marina. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yep. I'm trying to think my first job. I did. Deli- man, I think I, I had a paper route. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, once a week, and yeah, I was also pretty young. I I was always really motivated and always wanting to save my money, and yeah. so I would like try to find jobs to, you know, I, I know I, I bought a Panasonic like a. Uh, a discman yeah like a portable cd player and i mean that's all i could think you about. were jazzed yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you um okay so 
Uh, also, something you said that was really interesting to me is your boss was really good at cultivating and training and yes. coaching. Can you talk a little bit more about that? So Shalon, um, especially the second time around when I came back to be her manager. So I came back in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she's, she had a other business um, opportunity she was doing. So she used to own Hub Coffee as well. Mm-hmm. She was busy. And so I think she was ready for somebody to step in. Mm-hmm. So, for example, um, we would do strengths test online. Oh. Um, she would meet with me every other week and she would have things that I needed to do. Mm. So if that would be reading leadership articles or researching ways that I could improve what I was doing there, um, you know, she would require me to do that. Mm-hmm. And then when I didn't do that, you know, she's like, well, you got to do that. And there's she more stuff I have to do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she most definitely did. Um, and, you know, I think that's definitely part of like her kind of knowing that's what needed to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a point where she knew I was just going to have to do it. Right. Yeah. Did you enjoy that process? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I guess, um, I didn't really see that that was going to be, Oh, I'm going to eventually own the place. It mm-hmm. just sort of was like part of being the manager. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I assumed most people did that with their managers. Right. They may or may not. Right. Yeah. At what point did you think that this could be maybe something where you could step into an ownership position? So in 2018, I planned a trip to the Dominican Republic, and it was a three-week trip. And before I left, uh, literally right before I left, Shalon and I were sat down, and she basically asked me, hey, do you think you'd maybe want to buy the restaurant? And so I went on a vacation. Had you considered it up until that point? No, I honestly... I honestly, number one, didn't think I could do it, uh-huh. um, not just financially, but I just hadn't really seen that. Sure. I mean, I guess part of me was like, it'd be nice to like have this, yeah. you know, and I was working so hard. And yeah. so it was, I was like, oh, it'll pay off. And, yeah. you know, um, it, it pays off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then I just thought about it and then we came back and had some discussions and mm-hmm. yeah, it happened. So how was the DR? It was awesome. Was it? It was crazy. That's what I've yeah. heard. The cows are really skinny there. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> shoot. Um, shoot. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, the Tiny little we, steaks. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like I didn't. Um, the resort we stayed at was not really a five-star resort. And they have really big bugs that fly around there. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. But it was it was awesome. Like okay. we rode like dune buggies through the jungle. And cool. like it was pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Went so to sorry. a couple waterfalls. Okay. Yeah, it was fun. Okay. So you came back. Yeah. You had your answer ready. Mm-hmm. So um, just started kind of getting stuff together, and it took a year. So um, June twentieth, two thousand nineteen, mm-hmm. is when Sean handed me the key, mm. and that's pretty much when it happened. Coming up so on four years. Five. Five. Yeah. Dang, that's exciting. Yeah. I'm still in twenty twenty three apparently. Yeah, but um, yeah. So we're celebrating twenty years at Taco Del Sol being open in Helena, Montana. Um, February 14th of this year. Okay. So that's 20 years. That's coming It's been on the walking wall. 20 years. Congratulations. That's a huge deal. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Especially, you know, the restaurant business is is difficult. Right. And um, 20 years, that's that's a great accomplishment. Right. I mean, just the fact that we made it through COVID was pretty Mm -hmm. rough. You know, we bought it in June and then, you know, St. Patrick's Day came around and I was Mm -hmm. standing in that lobby thinking... Oh my gosh, what am I going to do here? What did I get into? Had to push through, you Mm -hmm. know, and learn the ways to work around that. It Mm -hmm. was tough, but Mm -hmm. we were always kind of a to-go business anyways. And so, like, it worked out that we could just do takeout, Mm -hmm. you know. But 
taking those chairs out of the lobby was hard, you know, mm. for minimum seating. And, right. but it was tough for everyone, yeah. you know? Absolutely. Uh, so how much different is it, uh, being <coughs> the business owner versus, you know, being a, an employee? It's much different. Um, it's the priority of like me being able to see what all the work is for. Mm -hmm. Um, and then being able to, you know, have people that I want to work there, bringing, you know, all different kinds of people to work together. Um, and then now I'm, you know, I've just found somebody who's an excellent manager. And mm -hmm. so being able to see that has been pretty incredible for me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a franchise. It is. So it was started in 1997 in Missoula. Okay. Um, there's three stores that are open right now in Missoula, um, and there's eight different stores in the state of Montana. Mm -hmm. Yep, the newest newest one being in Florence, Montana. Okay. Yep. And so since it is um, a franchise, do you have some level of support from the corporate office with like training or any other levels of support, or are you pretty much on an island? Um, so I pretty much just kind of do my own thing mm -hmm. over here. Um, Mick and Dave, who are the owners, I think that they've trusted along the years that mm -hmm. Shalana's taught me how to do this. Yeah. Now, if, if I want to go over there and meet with them in Missoula, absolutely they're right. there for whatever. Mm -hmm. Brainstorming, help with anything, they're definitely there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. They have a corporate office there. Um, two really great people, cool. you know, great business owners. So, mm -hmm. yeah. As far as the menu, changing up the menu, do you also have that option or is there kind of... Yeah, so we all serve the same food. Um, it's just, obviously it's kind of, it has to be that way. Um, but like for like the shrimp, for example, um, I brought that on about, I want to say three years ago, Good move. And the special sauce, you know, um, I actually made up myself what? and so it's, yeah. And the staff came in and we tested it, cool. you know, like we had different sauces and so it's a cilantro lime cream sauce. That's uh -huh. excellent. That, Absolutely. um, the other stores don't have. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that Carrie and Butte, she does like this special Wrangler burrito, and she does breakfast burritos. Mm. And so they're really okay, the franchise owners, yeah. with bringing those things forward, um, especially because it just, you know, brings more to the restaurant yeah. itself. So, Being yeah. Being innovative. And I like how you got your, your staff involved in tasting things. Yeah, and that was fun. like a team yeah. decision. Yeah. Um, uh, are there any, let's say somebody was looking at starting a business, whether it was a restaurant or just any business, business is business, um, what pieces of advice would you give something or maybe lessons that you've learned along the way? Um, so do your research. Mm -hmm. Um, fortunately I have my brother, Chris, um, he's just, uh, he's been helping me every step of the way at this business. Nice. So we, you know, he helped me drop the business plan, you know, doing your financials and everything. He helps me with pretty much everything. Um, he also owns his own business. And so doing your research, um, knowing how much you can actually handle mm -hmm. when it comes to buying a business. Mm -hmm. A lot of people I think think, oh, I'm gonna do this, it's gonna be easy. Absolutely. But it's, you know, um, knowing what's around you that's mm -hmm. in the same field. So market research, and mm -hmm. I, I know I said research like three times, but um, it's, I think that's important for people when they start to do a business is really know what you're doing before you get into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're right, like asking for help when you need it. Exactly. You can't be an expert at everything. Right. And any business is going to require like lots of different right. strengths. And I think that's what the best businesses have is, you know, they have different people with different strengths for different, right. different areas of the job. It was fairly easy for me to do the, the changeover from being an employee to the owner because yeah. I'd already been, I'd already been doing a lot of that. Right. So it was like, that was, that was, that wasn't hard for me at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, 
And what about any challenges since you've been the owner? I mean, you mentioned COVID, but uh, any any tough lessons you've you've learned? So it's hard to keep people happy mm. when you are um, a business owner. As in I feel employees like. or the general yeah, in public? general, uh-huh. the public or employees. Sure. And so I think learning how to find a set of people, number one, that can work together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number two, making it a good environment to be there is important. Um, that's just kind of something that I've noticed, this, you know, that's been kind of challenging, always kind of getting people together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm always reminding them, you don't have to like each other, but we got to work together. Um, finding people that value their work. So I would say, you know, finding quality employees is hard. That's probably been one of the biggest challenges. Um, and then, you know, just general food service stuff can get can get stressful. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I see it when, when you got 10 people in line. Yeah. And everybody's just flying around trying to, you know, get every, get all the orders done, get them done yeah. right, get all the food tasting good. I can see how that would be No, we don't always get it right. Of you course. Know? We don't always get it right. Um, but we try our best. And that's all you can really, you know, go for is, you know, do your best at your job. And, you know, making it a good working environment also helps, you know. We work together with each other. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it's, it's fun. It is a good environment. You know, I've, every time I've eaten there, it's, the, the, the staff's always very uh, polite oh, and cheerful great. and professional. Oh, and, that's great. Um, I mean, I've only had good experiences. But uh, like you say, of course, statistically, every once in a while yeah. something's going to go wrong. And most definitely. I think most people are, you know, understanding. Right. But, but yeah, you're dealing with the public and, yes. and you never know how someone. <laughs> very true. How it's going to go. We learned that with the masks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So 20 years coming up. Yeah. Do you guys have... Uh, Anything fun planned for that? Actually, yes. So Shalon Hastings, who I've mentioned before, um, her and I are planning a basically like a party. Cool. We'll see. It'll be in April, um, mm-hmm. but we're planning on doing something outside on the walking mall. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping for music. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll probably do like free baby burritos, you know, mm. throw those around the walking cool. mall. I don't know, but <laughs> Um, yeah, fun. we are planning something. Get like a t-shirt cannon and shoot them yes, out of one you know, of those. I mean, we'll probably figure something <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, that sounds That's fun. pretty cool. I'll definitely make sure I'm there. Yeah. So she's, uh, she's going to join you with the hub or just help so you So she doesn't Taco own the hub anymore. Oh, okay. Um, Shalon sold the hub roughly around the same time that she sold Taco Del Sol. Mm. Um, she's currently has another business opportunity she's working on, but she's going to help me plan it cool. because, you know, she's been here with me this whole journey and, you know, she's just going to help me plan it. Very so, cool. Yeah. Good. Okay, Emily. So, um, where where are you located? We are located on the walking mall, um, so right across from the Double Tree. Um, there's parking on Jackson Street, and we all know the parking situation isn't great downtown. Um, but basically, you can just park on Jackson and walk. There's a little hill that you walk down, and it's 101 North La- or 21 North Last Chance mm-hmm. Gulch. Used to be 101 in the Securities Building, but it's in the Placer Center. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah. Do you guys cater? We do not do a lot of catering. But you do a lot of to-go orders. We do. For people to do to-go, to-go orders, do they call in? Yep, you can call in. We don't do any DoorDash mm-hmm. um, or any online ordering, but we definitely just answer the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, we can accommodate large office orders mm-hmm. with notice. I mean, anything over 25 to 30 is something we can do. We can do more just with notice. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, yeah, our phone number is 406-443-3978. 
Um, and then we have a website. It's toggledallsoulhelenamontana.com. Has our menu on there, um, and then you can find us on social media as well. Fantastic. Yeah. Good. Well, it's a great service that you provide, and Thank Helen you. is lucky to have Taco del Sol. It's delicious. Appreciate it. And uh, just keep up the good work. Cool. Thank you.